0: Hi, everyone. You are listening to Start Inspired. I'm your host, Samantha March. This is my podcast designed to give you a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation, helping you start inspired and stay inspired. I'm really looking forward to today's topic. It wasn't one that I initially had on my list of of topics I wanted to cover for the podcast, but it is about admitting that I need help. And I mean that in the professional sense and hiring uh, a few people to help me out uh, because of my scheduling just getting busier and busier and the stress getting a little bit higher and higher as I continue to not finish to-do lists or respond to all my emails or messages in a timely manner. I thought that it might be helpful for some of you to hear this conversation, and I thought that it might also be helpful for myself uh, to talk about it and to talk about it a little bit openly also, and I really hope that you enjoy it. I do have two segments to finish off with this week. It is the book of the week, and then I have a final 30-day challenge calendar check-in also, so make sure that you stay tuned for that. But let's go ahead and jump into today's topic on admitting I need help. All right, jumping into this week's topic, I am talking about admitting that I need help and actually doing something about it. And when I say that, I do mean that professionally wise. I mean that work wise. So to start off with, I'll say that I'm always busy. I'm always busy, and I love being busy. I work best when I'm busy. I love to do. all the things. I love to be creative. I love to find new ways to put content out there. I love to find new ways to connect with people. And I love working. I would definitely say that I do, in a way, feel defined by my work. But what I do is something that I've been working towards since I was a little girl. I've talked about in my podcast wanting to write books since I was nine years old. And I'm now a self-published author of eight novels, which I'm extremely proud of. I knew since I was a young girl, I wanted to find ways to connect with people. I wanted to find ways to help others that had been through similar situations like I have. I also have a whole podcast on that topic of finding my why at 11 years old. And I truly believe that I am doing that, that I have started to form a path of helping others and reaching others and connecting with others. And it makes me so happy. So, so the work that I do and the career path that I'm on is something that I chose is something that I work hard at every single day is something that is always on my mind. Even when I'm not physically at my desk working, I'm always thinking about work. I definitely go through busier periods. There are times professionally where maybe I have a book release coming out that's a very busy time. In March, I put out a makeup collaboration with Ofra Cosmetics. That of course was a very busy time leading up to that. So I have busier periods and I think that it's pretty rare for me to have slow times. I just have not as busy times. But I'm always busy, and again, I like it, and this is what I choose to do, and I'm always, I'm always looking for ways to stay busy, uh, especially when you are self-employed. Kind of a, a slow time is usually not the best thing, so I'm always looking for new ways, but lately, this has escalated between writing my books and marketing them through YouTube and putting out videos, Instagram, putting out content, just handling all of my other social media platforms through brand sponsorships, collaborations like I did with Over Cosmetics, planning collab videos with my friends. I'm in the middle of like a frenzied collab period with so many of my friends on social media, running my blog, putting book reviews up, running this podcast, having a podcast go up every single week, all of the admin that comes into everything, keeping on top of my emails, making sure I'm doing things like keeping my hosting uh, renewed for my blog. So my blog keeps going up there, all of the little admin things that can really add up. And then of course, my family, my husband, my dog, my health, my house, my, my chores around the house, doing my laundry. It is really starting to overwhelm me and I feel like every day I want to be in four places at once and I was doing my best to come up with a plan. I cut down on the amount of uploads. I used to upload to YouTube every single day. That meant I was filming five to six days a week. I cut down on how much I was uploading to YouTube and I started to plan that I would only film twice a week and I would just batch film and then other days I could be focused on books and other days I could be focused on admin and that did work for me. And that worked for a while. And I got back into a rhythm and I felt comfortable again. But over time, things are just piling up. And I'm once again, finding myself really overwhelmed. And I used to have help. Uh, I used to have help with my blog. I actually used to have, I think at one point I had nine assistant reviewers for my blog because I knew that I couldn't review all of the different books out there. Uh, I knew that I couldn't be the only one writing the articles. And also I needed help with just posting and scheduling them. When blogging was really at its height back in 2009, 2010, 2011, blogs were uh, they were just a big deal. And we had a huge amount of traffic every single day coming to Chiclet Plus and expecting not just one new post a day, but people wanted multiple new posts to read. They And we wanted that too. We wanted people to come on to Chiclet Plus and stay there and stay there for a while and click around on the different posts and see different book reviews and see different interviews with authors. That's what we wanted. That was our goal. And I couldn't do it myself. So I had help. I had assistant review. I had a virtual assistant who worked for me for a couple of years. She helped with Chicklet Plus. As I developed my own publishing company and I opened Marching Inc., I started publishing my own books. I started taking on other manuscripts from authors and publishing them under Marching Inc. I once again had an assistant and a team around me because I couldn't do it all myself. I was actually at that time also still working a full-time job at the VA hospital, I couldn't do everything and I knew that and I put the word out that I needed help and was able to hire on a few people uh, on my team and it was great. I have a podcast episode on why I no longer have Marching Inc. and what happened and the reasoning behind me having to close it. And I really, after that time, I scaled way back on Chicklet Plus. I have been the only one writing for the blog for the past several years now since the closing of Marching Inc. We had a very bad scare financially with my accountant at the time, and it's still something that I... I'm trying to get past. I have a lot of fears when it comes to my business because of what happened in the past. Again, whole podcast episode on it. I can link that one in the show notes. But I can remember filming that episode. And I can remember that I was actually in a hotel room getting ready the next morning to fly out early um, to head off to a trip. And I can remember being in the hotel and recording this podcast and really trying to tell myself, not even tell you, not even tell the listeners, but to tell myself that I have to try again when it comes to building my business. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to be a businesswoman. I've always wanted to be a leader. I went to school for business. That is what I have my degree in. It's what I want to do, and it's what I do feel skilled at, but I got knocked so far off my game with what happened with Marching Inc. that I've always had a fear to try again, especially now that I'm older and I feel like there's more at risk. I just am fearful. But I look back over the past few years, especially when I thought, okay, you know, things are are still going well with Chiclet Plus with my blog, but things in the social space are starting to change. People are going to YouTube. There's other platforms that are coming out. Maybe I should consider being on them. I started a YouTube channel. I started an Instagram for the business. I did a a pivot and I started to also talk about beauty more. We used to cover beauty on Chiclet Plus. I mean, we covered beauty, we covered lifestyle, we covered um, fashion, we covered food and recipes, we covered celebrities. It really was a women's lifestyle blog. And then over the years, it transitioned more into just a book blog uh, and every once in a while I would throw up a beauty or a makeup review. But I decided to pivot and really focus on beauty on these other social accounts and that really took off and I was so surprised but so happy. And I love talking about beauty. I love talking about makeup. It is so much fun for me. My YouTube channel is highly chatty based if you will. I love to talk about makeup and review makeup and do fun tags. I love coming up with creative ideas for YouTube videos. Um, It is so much fun for me when I see other people doing my ideas. Recently I did an eyeshadow palette tag and it's kind of taken over the beauty space on YouTube and I am so shocked about that. I didn't know if it would be a very fun video and so many people are doing it and I'm just absolutely thrilled. So that's what I love doing. I loved the idea of taking what i was putting into my blog posts but now putting them on video and now you can see my face and now you can see what the products look like on me and now i can swatch it and show you live on camera versus just taking photos of the products like i could for my blog i loved it and i you know as i continue to grow i'm starting to get to the point where i'm really rebuilding a new business i don't do youtube as a hobby I don't do Instagram or social media just for fun. I look at this as a business because that is always what I've wanted to do. I've wanted to have my own business since I was a little girl. A dream of mine has always been to be able to employ other people, to be able to give others a paycheck, potentially one day to be able to give others health insurance. How amazing would that be? I've always wanted to be a hashtag girl boss. I've always wanted to be a hashtag boss babe. And I was on my way to achieving that and really growing something when it got, you know, the rug got pulled out from under me. And I I, like I mentioned in that episode of, you know, trying to come back and what you do after you fail is there's times I get frustrated with myself because I was so timid about it. I was so scared to just go back out there and try again. It took me a long time where I just sat down and licked my wounds and thought, okay, maybe that world wasn't meant for me. Maybe that was a sign that I don't go forward, that I don't try to do something again. But as I've learned over my time on social media, finding more people in this space that I can connect with, really helping people. I talk about my 30-day challenge that I've run quite a bit here uh, on this podcast. I have a private Facebook group where I can connect with people and we can come up with our challenge calendars together. That means something to me. It means everything to me. This is what I want to do. And especially throughout the past several months, not quite to a year have I been this overwhelmed, but the past several months now, I have been so busy and things are piling up. I'm finding myself not finishing my daily to-do list. I'm finding my my emails. I have over, this is so embarrassing. I have over 500 emails right now into just one of my Gmail accounts because I have multiple accounts. I have accounts for the blog, I have personal accounts, I have book accounts. I have a lot of different email accounts and one of my Gmails that I've really let go has over 500 emails in it because I can't find time every single day to get to my emails and to give some of these response to people. I know that I have missed opportunities. I know that I have missed fun things that I really want to say yes to because I haven't gotten to my emails quick enough. And every time I open another email and I see that I missed something because I wasn't fast enough, I'm so mad at myself. It is really starting to cut into my sleep. I'm staying up later and later. My husband once again is tapping me on the shoulder at 10 o'clock at night saying, hey, are you coming to bed anytime soon? And I'm saying, no, I still have a million things that I need to accomplish before tomorrow, but I'll be in later. There's times where I'm not going to sleep until midnight, one o'clock in the morning, and I'm trying to wake up at six o'clock to start my day. I am struggling right now. But instead of feeling super frustrated, I'm trying to find a spin zone. I'm trying to spin it into something positive and think that maybe this is a sign. Maybe this is a sign to finally start to get help because there's been so many times over the months and even years where I've thought, well, maybe I could just bring someone on to help me in a few different areas. And then I think, no, no, but don't go down that road again. Don't go down the road. Just don't go down that road, Samantha. You don't need to revisit. It's not time yet. You know, I have a million excuses that I give myself. And now instead, you know, obviously I'm still frustrated when I don't get things done or I miss things or I look at my Gmail and my blood pressure rises because of how many emails I have. I'm trying to say, okay, let's figure out what we can do here. And what we can do here is get some help. The first thing that I decided to do was get help with my video editing. Last summer, I had someone reach out and offer to edit my videos. It was uh, something that she wanted to start trying to do, and she offered to help me. And I said, "Okay, that would be great." We did a few. It went really well, but I was like, you know, I just I don't really need help. I I don't need to to hire someone on to help me with this. I got it. You know, I can I can do it all. I can do everything. It's fine. And a couple months ago when I felt myself getting overwhelmed and not being able to get to everything, I thought, you know what, I'm going to reach out again and just see if she would still be interested. And so I did, and I now have her doing about half of my videos a week, which is fantastic. It was a little bit hard in the beginning. Sometimes it can be just because I've been doing this for so long by myself. I can find a little, I can find it a little bit hard to delegate a few tasks. What do I really want to give up? Do I really want to give up that video giving up control, but also video editing when it comes to YouTube, that's a part of the creative outlet. That's a part of the creative process is to be able to find fun ways to edit videos, to keep viewers interested but I also felt that, quite honestly, who I'm hiring to do this is a lot better at that than I am. <laughs> I mean, just point blank, she is. And and since I've hired her on to consistently do my videos, I've gotten so many comments from people saying that they love my new editing style. And um, you know, I'm always saying thank you. I hired out. When someone says, "Wow, your editing's really gotten better," I'm like, "Nope, I just hired out for it." <laughs> Because I have no shame in saying that I have hired out for someone to be able to do a better job than I could be doing and also for it taking something off of my plate so I can focus somewhere else. So that was my first step and it's still going really well and I'm so happy that I did it and, you know, I'm hoping over time I can even have her do more videos, and and really be able to, to loosen up my time there. I am also looking to hire a virtual assistant. Uh, again, this is something that I have had in the past, and it was so helpful for me. And obviously, of course, it's it's helpful to have someone who can help me get to the tasks that I can't get to. But another thing that I really appreciated when I had a virtual assistant back in the day was someone to bounce ideas off of and someone to help when You are self-employed, but you are the only person that is is working in your business. You don't have a lot of people that you can bounce ideas off of, or ask for feedback, or say, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Like, what do you think?" Or someone to help make your ideas better, to help them come to life in a bigger way than you could have imagined. Uh, I, I think that it would be great to have another person to to help me with that. So. That is something that I am actively looking for and hoping to hire someone on soon to help me out because I feel like it could be a huge help for me. But I think the biggest thing that I've taken away as I've thought over the past few weeks and months here about getting help is that I'm ready to build again. I'm trying to take my own advice. And start again and, and think bigger than I have been. Sometimes I can think small because of times I've gotten knocked down in the past and I'm ready to think big again. I'm ready to achieve more, but I also know that I can't do it alone. I can't have knowledge in every single area. I can't be uniquely uniquely qualified to do absolutely everything. But if I can find other passionate individuals to join me, then who knows where things will go. I also want to say that I don't view myself as superwoman. Sometimes I like to think that I am. I also think that society likes to paint women like we do have superpowers. I read articles all the time about incredibly successful, wealthy celebrities, and the articles are all about how they do it all themselves. and not to take anything away from anyone because of course I don't have these individuals on speed dial and I don't go to their houses, COVID-19 or not, but I'm going to guess that a lot of people have at least a little bit of help, whether it be an assistant, whether it be a nanny, whether it be a chef or a personal trainer. I am guessing that some celebrities do have at least a little bit of help. Do they do the bulk of the work themselves? You know, maybe, probably, I don't know. But I think that it's a really dangerous game when we start acting like we can do everything at all when we actually do have help because that affects other people. And I say that speaking from experience because I, I have felt that way myself. When I read these articles on other women and they say that they can do everything and achieve everything in the same amount of time as me, I'm thinking, what the heck? Why can't I do that? <laughs> and it makes me feel bad about myself. And then when you read an article and you read about three assistants and two nannies and a personal chef and a personal train, I'm like, oh, wait, I I don't have all of those things. So I'm not a failure on those levels. It's just sometimes people have help, but they don't share about it. And what people want to share is their own personal business. But I know I feel a little bit of relief, uh, especially with me as a YouTuber. I feel relief when I hear someone else say they have an editor. Or they have an agent, or they have a manager, or they have an assistant, or a virtual assistant, or someone who helps them. Cause I'm like, okay, it just makes me feel not quite as bad or as guilty. And that's another reason why when people are saying, wow, your editing is getting so great, you're doing such a good job. I'm like, it's not me. It's not me. I don't wanna pretend that it's me. I don't wanna act like I'm great at something when it's really because I hired someone to help me. I like to be upfront about those things and i hope that it helps others too who are maybe in a similar situation to me i i don't want to be superwoman i love being busy and i love doing all the things and i love being a part of everything i i try to imagine that even as my business does potentially grow and and change i hope that i'm still a part of everything that it is that i'm doing and i'm not just hiring out for things that I don't care about and I don't care to be involved in. I want to be involved in everything. I want to know everything, but it's also okay to have people around me who are better, more qualified, more skilled, have more knowledge and other areas to be around me. That's okay. That's a fine, that's a fine thing to have happen. And again, I just, I don't want to pretend that I can do it all. I also think being a superwoman could be very lonely like I said, I would love to have someone that I could chat with um, even over email, text message, Zoom, or whatever it may be. It'd be nice to have that other person to talk to or other people to talk to. I don't want to be a lonely superwoman. Another reason that I've been holding back on getting help and you know, especially even when it comes to editing, I was thinking to myself, I can edit. Why would I pay for someone to do this? I can just, I can do it myself. It felt a little bit backwards to me to give away money to for someone to do something that I knew that I physically could achieve. I knew that I could do that, but I, um, I'm also—I I, mean—I have been trying to rebuild. Since I lost Marching Inc., I've been trying to rebuild financially. I had a bit of a setback when I started my YouTube channel, and I have a whole Mindset and Makeup series on that setback, and um, since I got into a better place after spending all of the monies on new makeup for my channel, I am trying to get back into a better place financially, and if that means that having someone to help me with my business so I don't work so many hours in a day and get so little sleep and feel so frenzied and frustrated and behind every single day. If I have to buy less makeup in order to be able to hire someone to do that for me, I'm all about that. Uh, Obviously, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. And while places are slowly starting to open, uh, I don't really go anywhere. I don't really go out. Uh, going out to eat has still ceased for us. We haven't been out to eat yet. We don't go out to the bars with friends. We don't go out to movies. There's no traveling that is happening yet. So we have been doing even better at saving our money right now. And if I can be putting some of that towards having help to make me feel better and not so stressed every single day, then I know that I can continue to give up certain things in order to have this if it is helping my business and if it is also helping me personally not just professionally but personally too then it is going to be worth it for me Uh, and I will keep my fingers crossed that it continues to be that way but I did want to mention that too because that's another reason why I was holding back for so long I just didn't know if it was smart to be paying someone uh, when I felt like I could do it but sometimes when you run out of time. Every single day, no matter how hard you work and how disciplined you are, sometimes you simply run out of hours in a day and then it causes more stress. So if I can find help with that, I I really hope that it will help professionally and personally in the, wrong, in the long run. So I am hoping that admitting that I need help, admitting that I can't do it all and I need others around me to help me out I hope that it's not only going to help relieve some stress and tension for me personally, but also professionally. I hope it'll open the door for the next level of greatness because I'm ready to get there. I've been knocked down, but you know what? I've been down for too long. I I let one setback really throw me off my game for years, and that's, that's not acceptable anymore. And I've started this podcast called Start Inspired to inspire others, but also to inspire myself. I go back and I listen to all of my podcast episodes. And sometimes I need that kick in the pants from my own voice, from my own words to convince me that it is time and it's time to make a change and it's time to get inspired. i got to listen to my own words. So I wasn't really planning to make this particular podcast episode, but as I've been thinking about it and I've been in the depths of, of talking to others who are interested in, in coming onto my team and I, I thought, why not talk about it? why not talk about it? It's a big part of my life right now. I also wanted to share about it being okay to need help and there's nothing wrong with that. And to also say that I'm finally taking my own advice. I'm listening to my own words in my podcast and I'm doing something about it. And I'm excited to see what the future holds for me. So I hope that you enjoyed that chat about it being time to get some help. And let's go ahead and wrap up this week's podcast with two segments. All right, to finish off this week's podcast, I do have two segments. I have a book of the week, a recommendation, and then I have my final segment on my 30-day challenge calendar to touch in about also. But first up for my book, a recommendation, this is one that I finished recently, and I also did review it for my blog, Chicklet Plus, so I will link that in the show notes. But this is Rich Bitch by Nicole Lappin. So I heard about Nicole from another podcast. I listened to The Bellas Podcast, podcast, which is by Brie and Nikki Bella. They were WWE superstars. I found them through the reality show that they had on the E! Network, and I've been following them since, and I think that they're so interesting. Highly enjoy their podcast. Highly recommend. But they had Nicole Lappin on as a guest, but it was really interesting to hear from her. Uh, She is a financial expert, and she had just put out a new book, and I just felt it sounds weird, but I felt some sort of connection there. And I felt like a lot of what she was saying was really resonating with me. So after listening to that podcast, I wrote her name down and I said, I'm going to check out one of her books and just see what I think. So I ended up downloading her first book, which is called Rich Bitch. I purchased that myself. I do say that a lot of the books that I read and review do come as PR uh, in exchange for reviewing them on my blog, but I did purchase this one myself. I was just curious to see if I would get along with her writing style or I think financial books can be, you know, obviously can be different for what it is that we're looking for from you know individual to individual. So I just wanted to see if the style would fit well with me. And I loved it from the first few pages. I knew that I was really going to like this one and I am for sure planning to download the rest of her books. I was going on her website. She has a lot of different tools and worksheets and calculators on her website also. And I was going to check those out. Um, I actually she even messaged me a few times on Instagram, and i I think that to me was really above and beyond. Again, we didn't have a professional relationship through working uh, with a publisher or an agent, the publishing house, et cetera. And I thought that was really awesome of her to take time. Uh, again, as someone who's super busy, I'm always behind on my messages everywhere and my emails and my DMs. But for her to take the time out to message me to say thank you and you know let her know my thoughts on it. I thought that that was a really cool thing and I will definitely be reading her other books. I have also recommended uh, David Bach. I have read Smart Women Finish Rich. I've put that in a book of the week recommendation in this podcast, but I also really liked this one from Nicole being a female myself. I just felt like I could relate to a few things too that she was speaking towards. We are somewhat close in age also. So I felt like I was able to understand some of the situations that she was talking about too. And I liked it because it really didn't feel like I was reading a financial book. I I liked the little stories that she inserted from time to time about her own personal situations. And I read through it so quickly. I took a ton of notes while I was reading it and i'm really happy to say that i felt like there was a lot of tangible advice in there that i have already taken and i just i would highly recommend it again i have said that i didn't grow up in like a financially savvy family i didn't have people around me to really teach me about Uh, certain, you know, retirement accounts and Roth IRAs and credit cards, even student loans. So now that I am older and I'm trying to understand more, I'm turning to books. And this was a great one. And like I said, I'm definitely planning to pick up the other ones from her too and to read them and see what I can learn because uh, I just enjoyed them so much. I love being able to take away from a nonfiction book, but also at the same time, not really feel like I'm like doing homework, if that makes sense. So I will definitely link Rich Bitch by Nicole Lappin in my show notes, and I highly recommend you check it out if you haven't yet. All right, for the final segment, I have been including one segment as my challenge calendar throughout the month of May. So this is the final time I will go back to my regular two segments that I usually cycle through at the end of each podcast starting next week. But if you have been following along, which I really hope that you have, we're getting to the final week if you've been doing your 30-day challenge calendar, uh, what I recommend that you focus on this week is, of course, to start your new one for next month, which would be June, which is kind of crazy to think about. I, I mean, 2020 has just been obviously the most bizarre intense year for a lot of people. But I still hope that you will continue to put out your 30-day challenge calendar and work on it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I have a whole podcast on it. It's called Creating Your 30 Day Challenge Calendar here on Start Inspired. And I do also have a private Facebook Facebook group where I talk about this more, which is facebook.com slash groups slash secret Sam Squad. And I will be putting some topics in there and resharing the calendar also if you want more ideas. But this is something that I just, I feel so focused on and I do it every single month. I have been for almost a full year now. It was last July where I created the first one for myself. And I just think it's a great way to stay on track and to stay motivated and to have something to look forward to every day, especially in such a crazy time like we are experiencing now, I have clung to my calendars like no other. So it is time, you know, hopefully after last week's segment, I hope you've worked out some of the items that you want to make sure you put on your challenge calendar for June. But now is the time to actually create it. Again, if you want more advice, you can go back and listen to the other podcast episode or come by my Facebook groups, or you can email the Start Inspired Podcast at gmail.com that is our email address and once again I try to get to as many of those as I can. I, there's been a lot coming in recently and I've really been trying to prioritize that one and stay on top of those emails because some of the questions and advice that you want, I feel like I really want to answer in a in a timely manner. So I'm trying to get back to everyone there too, but I love to help people put together these calendars and help you be your best self and stay motivated and stay focused, especially during such a hard time. So please, if you will, make sure to make make your 30 day calendar, make it for June. Let me know if you make it, tag me, send it to me, email it to me, DM it to me, whatever you want to do, but I love seeing them and I love helping you with them. And um, you know, thank you to everyone who's shared about it, who has tagged others. It's so incredible when I get messages from people saying that others have sent them my way specifically about the calendars. It means I I mean, I wish I could describe the feeling that I get when I get those types of messages because that means so much to me. So thank you for continuing to support that. Uh, I really hope that you enjoyed this week's podcast episode talking about admitting that I need help and going forward with that. Also the book of the week recommendation and then the final segment on the 30-day challenge calendar. But until next week, I'll talk to you guys later.